0: Saturday, no. Okay, but I'll take. No, no, I can't. No, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Summer 16 Podcast, the podcast between two friends that met, you guessed it, in the summer of 2016 in Portland, Oregon. As always, you have your two favorite hosts of this show, starting with my dear friend, Dr. Tunde Akenyake. Say hi, Tunde. What up, people? You can find Tunde on Instagram at t a u t underscore seven he's on instagram and all social medias that matter um again you know i always have to put the shameless plug out there if you are somebody who likes supporting people of color um running communities uh you know really progressive spaces and thirst traps he is the Uh, influencer uh, for uh, you uh here we go the influencer for you and not everybody can find the balance but our dear friend Tunde has found it uh and my name is jonathan bowie you can find me on instagram at john bowie pretty dry shit it's just me and my dog but you know we have a good time maybe a few bunny videos here and there in the story anyway wow. uh this podcast is coming to you because you know we have a lot of really insightful conversations and we're just trying to figure out some way to to blend our different views and sensibilities to talk about anything and leave always learning something new. Uh, today's episode, not too much to talk about, uh, but we're going to give it to you anyway. Obviously talk about our singles awareness day weekend, or some people call it Valentine's Day. Uh, of course we have our say what segment and we're going to shout out a few more black businesses. Current events is pretty straight to the point, right? Um your 45th president uh, was doing his second impeachment trial, and shit was crazy. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Of course, come with our waxing hypothetical. Uh, you prepared a good uh, a good one for us today, and we're going to make sure we leave you guys with our audio, visual, and mental recommendations for the day. And, and of course, it's going to be blackity, black, 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 because we are still in Black History Month, so don't you... Or get it. And on that note, Tune Day, what's up with your dog?
1: Man, no, nothing much. Nothing much. You know, out here trying to stay warm. Uh, winter has finally arrived in, in Seattle, or the entire Pacific Northwest. So,
0: out here trying to get it, yo. How was your Valentine's Day, ma'am?
1: Uh, it was cool. It was cool. You know, uh, like I said, we were snowed in. Couldn't leave. We leave the house. So. Uh, all my plans were, you know, shot.
0: Um, so you actually have plans that got ruined. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, so I won't say what they are, but um, they, they were. But um, we did like a breakfast thing. Like we like made breakfast together and had like a lot of mimosas. Like a lot. Oh, of- so,
0: so you drank alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang. I, I it's been like, like it's been like a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: um I had a lot of mimosas, I had uh some whiskey. Oh shit. Um some James some Jameson. Did you use the cocktail maker? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. just 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 straight whiskey on ice. But yeah, you know, I made some french toast. Um I think I made french toast and eggs. And Callie made um, hash browns and bacon.
0: Aww. Yeah. That's so cute, man.
1: Chilled out. Chilled out for the most part. That was it. You know, went playing in the snow for a dog. He loves the fucking snow. Like, obsessed with it. Really? Yeah. You would think he was part husky or something.
0: I, I mean, is that like a thing for Doodle? I mean, I guess Doodle's just, they're crazy dogs, so they just love playing and stuff
1: yeah basically so but yeah that was my weekend um basically you know uh couldn't do much else couldn't work out couldn't run couldn't do anything but sit in the house and watch tv and read and play call of duty that was about it
0: how captivating today
1: i know i know That, that that's my life it's it is what it is i'm trying to do my part to you know get get us past this pandemic
0: yeah, are you in line to get vaccinated anytime soon? I think I'm the next. Well, because you're you're technically an educator, right? Teacher, so
1: yeah, but, but but educators over a certain age right now in Washington, so or in King County, where Seattle is, but I'm not older than 55, so I can't get it.
0: Mm, you're getting close. No, I'm just. Kidding.
1: <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> but, but yeah, once I get this, once I get this vaccine. I'm, I think I will feel so much better about life. You gonna like, be in the streets? No, I'm not gonna be in the streets. I'll, I'll be more, I'll, I'll be able to go to the gym. Like, I mean, I'm going to the gym anyway, but I'll be able to go to the gym and feel more comfortable. Like, I'll be able to get on flights and feel more comfortable. But yeah. How's your weekend though?
0: Uh, my singles awareness weekend wasn't bad. Um, honestly, it, I'll say overall it was smooth. You know, like I did, You know, see like one or two people, nothing major. It's just pretty slow motion. Um, but mostly just, um, was doing a lot of arts and crafts. I didn't have work today with, you know, Monday either. So I had like the three day weekend. So that's been really nice. Yeah. Uh, I was doing like arts and crafts and stuff. My dog is still not doing the best. So that kind of sucks too. Uh, but since I was in the house for a significant amount of time, uh, I have to confess. That I low key like went down another YouTube rabbit hole watching a bunch of those videos by that dude, uh, Kevin Samuels. Have you seen this dude? Have you yeah. seen this? the Kappas must be stopped, yo. Bro, listen, listen, listen. I didn't even know he was a Kappa, but then when like people was posting it on, on the, um, on social media and stuff, I was like, this is hilarious. I gotta be honest, bro. I think that dude definitely I, – and I guess just a little backstory For anyone who hasn't heard of Kevin Samuels, he's like a image consultant and like relationship advisor kind of thing. Um, and his whole thing is that he's just basically trying to help people, women in particular, have realistic expectations if marriage and – having a family is something that they want in their life i think that's a fair way to put it
1: uh i wouldn't say it's just women because i've seen him talk some bad to some some dudes too
0: oh no 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 do
1: you have a big dick He's like huh you know what i mean do you know you have a big dick or not and he was like uh so i'm saying that's a no
0: yeah <laughs> like, well yeah no 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 I'm, I'm not saying he doesn't also talk to men but i think like a lot of the, his claim in, to fame and notoriety has been like from the conversations that he's had with women, right? Like, I think those are the ones that go viral and most prevalent. But yeah, no, he, he definitely talks to men and women. Um, but, uh, but Buddy be going hard. So, you know, I was watching a bunch of those videos and he was like going in, you know, having women rate themselves like on a scale of one to 10. And he's like, you can't use seven, right? That's like one of his calling card things, and then uh, he was like, and just for a reference point, Beyonce is an eight, Kelly Rowland is a nine, and Rihanna is a ten. And so with all these like black women be on there, like Beyonce is an eight, and he's like, yeah, you just gave yourself an eight. Do you think you're on the level of Beyonce? And they're just over there like perplexed.
1: Wait, and, wait, wait. Is he talking about just looks? Just looks, yeah. Just, uh, just looks.
0: He thinks Beyonce is an eight. Off of just looks. You, Beyonce's an eight? I mean, I, okay, like, I don't know if I would give Beyonce an eight, like, but, but if he's gonna sit here and say Beyonce's an eight, Kelly Rowland's a nine, Rihanna's a ten, like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, push back on that. I Like, I, I think, like, mind you, we're only talking physical attractiveness. We're yeah. not talking about what you do for your career, how if you can sing, yeah, how I, good I, your personality I, I is. Get that, but yeah. here's my thing.
1: Here's my thing. Okay, you've seen his stuff, right? You've seen yeah, his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's my thing. Even online, like on Twitter or Instagram, whenever someone calls someone else ugly, which I don't like that word ugly, or they talk about someone's looks, the first thing I do is. Go look to their profile and look at them and see Big facts. Do you do you have the room credentials, yeah? Yeah, to be talking about someone else's looks. And I'm and I'm and I'm comfortable enough to say I can judge another man's looks. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. Kevin Samuels, or whatever his name is. That's his name, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Kevin Samuels, I don't think that he has the particular room to talk about, talk to people the way he talks to people, because of his attractiveness. Yeah, like like people uh... people people can look at him and be like, "Fam, you're not the like the best looking dude either." So like like I've I've not saying that you can't discuss people's looks, but the way he talks about people, fam, it's it's wild.
0: Okay, well hold on, hold on, because I'm gonna push back, and not because I'm necessarily a Kevin Samuel's disciple, but just for the sake of argument, right? Like. Um, it's, that's interesting to me. Cause like, as a guy, like, you know, I, I don't even know what, uh, just a quick aside. If you had to rate yourself one to 10 and not use seven, what would you, what would you say? Uh,
1: overall, uh, not overall, eight. just looks. Yeah. It looks, yeah. Eight. You'd say, look, uh, you'd say yeah. eight. Yeah. I'm not gonna say six. I know that much
0: yeah i know and i'm trying to think like i'm trying fuck to think that. what i would say huh i said
1: fuck that see like i don't know I, bro I don't, I don't disparage myself that much that that i want to
0: true-ish and because like the thing is i would want to say that i'm an eight also
1: oh, hey, nothing wrong with that
0: and i think that's i think that's okay like i think that i could get an eight you know what i'm saying you know what though
1: I, so I, I don't want to sit here and and say the reasons why I would say why I'm an eight, but just say that. But I'll just say that I think I have a lot, of, a lot of I have a lot of attributes that were equal to eight,
0: right? Like your height, you have all your teeth, you have a you have a full head of hair. Uh, listen. Also, I don't I don't. Are you trying to talk about your penis right now, too? No, man? no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay, I'm gonna say, no, dude, come I, on, I, man. I don't disparage other people. Okay. Right. I don't. Okay. And then I guess, I know that's not part of the looks thing, but uh-huh. again, when people talk about other people's looks, I immediately turn to them and say, who is this person? And are, are, are they living in a glass house?
0: Okay, but wait a second. No, okay. Because I mean, like, if this is like him as a relationship counselor or whatever, whatever, it, like, it, it, that's new
1: like, are, you're, you're talking bad to people. Uh, I don't believe people. Okay, wait I, a second. I saw, I saw a
0: video where he was like, uh, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Goodbye. Like, just- well, no, listen, but, but yes, okay. I, I understand that, like, you shouldn't, like, I think he does give it to people, like, he gives them their medicine without a spoonful of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely not in a way that's easiest to receive, but that doesn't necessarily discredit the, the, the truth or the reality in it. And I'm only saying that from a perspective of, like, like, it's just so fascinating to me. Because you have, like, these women that hop on there. They're, like, 34 with two kids. Uh, and they're talking about, like, they don't want a man that makes less than six figures. Uh, he needs to have, like, this height, this blousy, blousy blah, blah, blah. And he's just basically talking to them, like, yo, that man who has those stats. Like, why would he, not to say that he wouldn't, but if it's a numbers game. Why would a man who's let's say thirty-eight, um, makes two hundred K a year or whatnot, choose to go with the thirty-four-year-old who has two kids versus going with a twenty-seven-year-old with no kids, and he can just date her. And so he's basically just giving in the medicine like Shorty, like you're not exceptional to the point where you're like a 10 with two kids where somebody will overlook the fact that you no, come that. with a lot of baggage, right? I get
1: that. I get that. But the way he says things at sure. it leaves, it leaves a bad taste of time off. That's And all that's
0: I- and that's completely fine. And that's completely fine. Which I i don't disagree with you in the in the sake of like, yeah, my man does kind of talk greasy sometimes. But also he's that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not telling the truth though. And and especially like coming from like the conversations that you have and I have had, like offline just like oh you know what are like deal breakers or what are things like in relationships that you like weigh when it comes to dating somebody seriously or considering marrying them like it's it's just so fascinating because you listen to people talk about it and they're like oh well you know i'm this this and this and you know i got plenty of guys that want to like approach me or date me and woo up to bam but they're not trying to marry you you know what i'm saying like a lot of dudes will talk to a lot of things just to try to sleep with them or do this that and the third, but when it comes to like I'm about to drop down on one knee and can call you my wife and all that other stuff, I feel like the bar is is way different, my G. Of course
1: it is. And I think it, that and, and that, that bar works both ways. Like okay, like sure. if, if a woman in size he wants she wants to like start dating a guy seriously, mm-hmm. like she's not Gonna like go after the guy who has, like, you know, uh, he might get his money in a less than legal way. Or, sure, sure. Or, or like when it comes time for that, she, like, a woman might, you know, go for the guy who's more stable and, you know, has a, a good job versus the guy who's flashy and all that, whatever, right? So, it, and that has nothing to do with looks, but again, but I think that the bar versus the bar for casually dating someone versus marriage it's 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 significantly different
0: different. yeah Yeah. well and yeah no i I, like listen like you and i are on the same page with that right like we've talked about it extensively for men and women right uh i guess just the thing that's so that just stands out to me so much is like the lack of awareness that it seems like a a lot of women have in terms of like what the man would be looking for in terms of his criteria for marriage right like i don't even know like this is you can see how this is starting to get like on a slippery slope right but it's like when it comes to like a guy like what he cares about to like marry a woman you know what i'm saying like i think if you asked most women that they couldn't tell you they'd be like oh she needs to have gone to like a great school and needs to earn this much money and have this type of job and blah, 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 when, like, that's not all that it is, right? Like, there's a lot more that comes to it. Um Yeah, am I making any sense, Tunde? You? You're yeah, looking at yeah, me. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. me a blank face. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. I, I get it. Um It's just hard to communicate. You know, but you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm thinking about, like, this show particularly, right? I think my issue with this show is twofold, right? Okay, okay. First is, the type of people who even call into this show to be asking these type, type of questions. Bruh. That's one, right? Bruh, big facts. One, can, they set know, themselves up. They, they set they themselves do. up. They do. And second, like he I think he behaves or he responds to these people who call into a show in a certain way to drive clicks and drive views. Okay.
0: Right? So
1: that I think I think that if he were sitting in a room with them alone, he wouldn't be nearly as mean.
0: Sure. Yeah. Cause it's, it's one, it's easy to, uh, to be pimping on, uh, on, on Instagram live and talking greasy a little bit, right? Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, that's what it's. Saying. And on top of that, he's a capital, too. So that, that's, well, I mean, I mean,
0: but you know, hey, that's,
1: that's another thing,
0: you know, that, that's, that's his choice. And we, you know, you have to allow people to, to learn and grow and, you know, do better, right? But definitely the wrong side of 1911. Um, <clears throat> for sure. But you know, like, no, but, and and like yes, I I get it. Like you know, you have more of an issue with the way the message is relayed. But like I I I don't I don't know. I kind of think that it's an important message to put out there, G. Like, cause I think there's such a disconnect between men and women in terms of like what we want or what we value or what really is conducive to like having healthy, long-lasting relationships. You don't you don't agree?
1: So let's take the example with the woman who's 34 and has two kids, right? Yeah. So you, so that's it. not to say that she should, like, I understand that him saying that, you know, the guy who's, you know, in his 30s and is like dead, like a millionaire or whatever. Yeah. He's not going to go for you, right? But right. That, does that mean that she's not deserving of, of love? Of love and, and somebody who respects her and somebody who could provide I provide for her, but I compliment her financially. Like no one said, no one says she's like a brokey. No, no, but, no, no, no. Yeah. But if he wants to like someone who can match, you know. Yeah. Like what she brings to the table. I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman or a man looking for for that, right? And, Definitely not. Definitely not. And I think not. a lot, a lot of it, a lot of it, what I've seen the clips that people have shared like on their stories, whatever, or share with me yeah. that he he comes off as like. You're on this tier, so you should not try to look for anyone above this tier. Um, and uh, okay, sure. And, yeah. I, and I don't know if I if I
0: can all agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that's it's definitely like shock value in in a sense, right? Where he's like, I I heard him tell one one woman, he was like, you know, if let's say you're a you know, 31 year old woman and you've had a, a baby by some guy who is in and out of jail or whatever, right? And now you're over here talking about your, you know, you've got your life together and you need somebody who's making 80 to $100,000 a year or over six figures, blah, blah. blah. Um, but you're in his argument will be like, well, hey, why would some guy that's in that tier of man, right? Like the top, I think what earning, earning wise, like if you're a black man making over $80,000, you're like, like the top 10% or something like that. Like it's like, you're really high up there um, by and large. And he's like, why would a guy that's in that class or that tier of man want to be with somebody who is bringing on a, child with an unstable guy or like why would i add that into my life you know what i'm saying like i mean why not like i'm not i'm not saying i would do it no right but but but, somebody who might and that's it yeah And and that's the thing right like i think for any of these arguments or anytime you like look at somebody who's like trying to do a show like this or talk about stuff like that you can easily anecdotally like um dismiss what the argument is right like of course there is somebody who's been in that situation who has worked out perfectly for, right? They might have had a kid when they were really young, they meet somebody later in life, it works out, they're financially stable and boop woo, woo woo, right? Like it's beautiful fairy tale blah blah blah, make a movie about it. But I think when you extrapolate out and you just look at like the odds, right? The percent chance of doing this. The same and I looked at it like the same way when I went to college and this will be full circle, right? When I went to college, like, yeah, like I could have wanted to be a musician, but my parents are going to tell me to go get a science, technology, engineering, or math degree because it just gives me a better chance to be successful. Not to say that that's the only way, but the odds are if you go about it this way, then you'll be able to have a, a better chance of success. I could have went and studied basket weaving and still been a millionaire. Yes, anecdotally, there is somebody who did it but by and large that's not the recipe for success so it's like you have to you have to look at it that way also like if you if you're talking about the happiness of large populations of people i don't know
1: yeah but you're still telling people settle for less that's what you're, but, saying. That's what but, you're doing though
0: but okay so i i i just struggle with like this idea of settling for less right because at the end of the day people just want to be happy right and it's like If 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 the average or if the the mean income for black men in this country is like forty six thousand dollars. That's like the middle. The average is forty six thousand dollars, right? Obviously you and I are doing better than that. Am I? A a little bit. You know, give or take fifty (laughs) thousand for you. Well, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Anyway, yeah, let's leave that alone. Oh. <laughs> but like like I said, that like, you know, and you have so many women that are like, oh, I want a guy who's successful, he needs to be making six figures, he needs to make him this, this, and this, and you discredit fifty percent or like a large majority of all the men that still might be good guys, still be willing to love you, can still support and do all that other stuff, it's just gonna be a different lifestyle than you're accustomed to. Now, you are worthy and you deserve whatever you set your heart and mind and, and dreams out to i guess just the reality of the situation is not everybody is getting a six-figure nigga like it's this there's not that many of us out there it's not and so it's like you know hey if that's what you're shooting for fine but the question comes down to what are you bringing to the table and i don't know if many people can answer that
1: yeah i guess i don't know I mean, luckily, I don't have to worry about that shit. Cause, facts. Because, <laughs> uh, first of all, I'm never calling into a show. Big facts. Because <laughs> you talk to me like that. uh,
0: It's a problem. It's a problem. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to see you. Like It's problems, yeah. No, we, I'm
0: going on there live. You before, so you report that? Like, yeah,
1: let's that's meet that's me somewhere. Let's meet Temecula.
0: Mm-hmm. Big facts. So to but, yeah, he, 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 be talking, he be talking to folks crazy, though. But we got to move on. How did we end up talking about that so long, bro? No. I'm about to send you some videos, bro. Like, my man's like, I know you don't like the way he delivers, but he be saying I mean, some I've shit. Seen, I've seen, i videos. He be saying some shit. I'd be like, Jesus. Also, I want to just do a quick shout out. Um, you know, John Wall returns to, D- to, to DC tonight, man, to, to, to hoop. So, you know, I know he was your favorite basketball player growing up.
1: Um, I'm older than John Wall.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Right. <laughs> like a decade. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, but anyway, your favorite player is returning home today, so I thought you might like that.
1: Not my favorite player, but...
0: <sighs> anyway, uh, for our... We just really went on that for a minute. For our Say What segment, let's just fly through this really quickly, right? We are on the eve of a Valentine's a Day. Uh, and the headline, we have a Florida Man headline. Florida Man... Proposes using rings stolen from another lover. Bars. Wow. Bars. Bars. Do you want to go through the story or should I do it? Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. So basically, this man who basically had two girlfriends. Uh, He had two girlfriends, and one of his girlfriends was previously married. So she got divorced and started dating this man while he was dating another woman. And this is in Orange City, Florida, which is near Daytona and Orlando. In between Daytona and Orlando. Ugh. He took... Uh, the man's name is Joseph David, 48 years old. Joe! Um, he's still on, on, on the lam, but he took the ring from one of his girlfriends and, like John said, proposed to another girlfriend. And the, the girlfriend who um, got her ring stolen, she saw like their proposal thing on Facebook. And then she said, hey, that ring and wedding band look really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so she went and checked the jewelry box and she found that both rings were missing other, uh, as well as several other pieces of jewelry including a diamond ring that belonged to her grandmother. And said total, total value was $6,270. Which in my opinion, I don't know. That is, like if you take two diamond rings, a wedding band and uh, some other several pieces of jewelry only six thousand dollars. I don't know. Like I feel like Really? Like a couple and just that seems like a lot of that seems like a little bit amount of money for two diamond rings, a wedding band, and several other pieces of jewelry. That doesn't seem like a lot of money, but whatever. Um,
0: I, I I've never been ring shopping, so I don't know. Diamond rings. I'm looking it up. I don't know. Like, <sighs> oh shit, yeah. Look, I the, I just googled it right here. The first things that pop up. This one is fifty-seven hundred. This one's fifty-five hundred for one and a half carat.
1: Yeah, so diamond like engagement rings aren't like.
0: Oh, but then again, this is like fourteen carat white gold. I'm looking at a 1500 hundred, seven six carat, uh,
1: radiant cut diamond engagement ring, French said halo diamond engagement ring, twelve bands.
0: So like this is a three carat. Pave engagement ring with a hidden sapphire, 14 karat white gold for thirty eight thousand.
1: Yeah, so that's my thing. Like for for all those rings plus other jewelry for six thousand, he could save himself the trouble and like went to like a pawn shop or something. But anyways, um,
0: I mean free is free, dog.
1: Yeah, now he's a warrant for his arrest. But I'll get to like the type of <laughs> man he is in a second. But Joseph David also goes by Joe Brown and Marcus Brown, so he has other aliases, right? So, the fiancé, the one who I proposed to, she lived in Orlando, and she said she didn't know that he had another girlfriend, and the ring actually belonged to somebody else. So, uh, the, like basically, the detectives, um, uh, since he had fake names, they had to, like, basically track down relatives that the two women actually knew. So, they found out his real identity, and they, they said that uh, he also had an active arrest warrant for a hit-and-run crash with injuries in Oregon. It's a long way from Florida. Right. Uh, He had been previously arrested for possession of a fictitious ID. Makes sense, since he has all those aliases. Facts. Uh, He filed a false police report, a domestic violence case, and possession of cocaine with intent to sell. So, this guy, he just does a lot. Um, Seems like a career criminal, and it showed his picture. Um... Let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> I forgot which comedian said this. But he said, Never trust a black man without a mustache.
0: What?
1: I mean, I guess if you're the military, that's one thing. But like
0: <laughs> this man what?
1: has zero facial hair. Not even a goatee. Wait a minute. Somebody said that? I forget which comedian said it. But he said and then like I thought about it. I was like, listen, yo. Not, not like no facial hair whatsoever, not even a mustache.
0: Jesus, like, cause my dad, my dad wears just a mustache.
1: But yeah, he has a mustache
0: or a goatee. Yeah, or like just a mustache or a goatee, right? Like O.J. Simpson don't got no facial hair. Yeah, exactly. Bro, wait a minute. I'm about to be looking at black dudes, mad crazy. It was, it, it, like. was, it,
1: it was, uh, is it Dion Cole? Maybe oh, no,
0: no,
1: no, uh, uh, It might have been Deon Cole who said it Bro, I just Googled. I, I forgot who said it, but i, I would never forget that stand up
0: okay, hold on i just I just pulled up famous black men i'm gonna I'm gonna just do this list of ten people real quick, okay, and I'm gonna say which ones do and don't have mustaches will Smith mustache mm-hmm. Denzel Washington no mustache
1: uh I guess it depends on the role. He, in between, I don't bro. know, bruh. I don't know. Hold on. Okay. Nah, nah, okay. Nah, 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 okay. I'm, I'm going to keep going. I'm I gonna, go, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go Hart, mustache. Jamie Foxx, mustache. Tay Diggs, mustache. Tyrese, mustache. Cuba Gooding Jr., no mustache. That makes sense. Why does it make sense for Cuba, but not Denzel?
1: Have you heard of news about Cuba Gooding Jr. and him, like, basically groping women?
0: No mustache, there it is. Common mustache. Eddie Murphy mustache. Columbus Short mustache. Doctor Dre. No. Now nah, he got a teeny, teeny, tiny mustache, bro. It almost looks like he don't got a mustache, but it's real thin, my guy. Like it's mad faint. It's like he knows that people are looking for him. All right, uh, hold on. Let me just do. Keep
1: Jr. Prosecutors say 30 women have come forward with groping accusations against Cuba Goodman
0: Jr. Okay, well here, hold on. I'm going to give you four more, okay? Uh, Danny Glover, mustache. Snoop Dogg, mustache. Bow Wow, no mustache. Can you even grow one? Hey, listen. (laughs) Shady. Barack Obama. No mustache. No mustache, bro. Yeah. And listen, I I understand we be rocking with, with Barry O, man, but like, hey. Hey. He's a politician, G. Can't trust him. Can't trust his ass. So y'all just hold on to that, man. You know, we always leave here learning something new. Barack Obama does not have a mustache. So oh. take with that as you will.
1: Yep. So that is, I'll <coughs> say what segment. <laughs> uh, guys out here, if you're going to propose to anyone, uh, any special people, person in your life, uh, don't steal the engagement ring. Uh,
0: I thought you were going to say don't post it on Facebook. But yeah, I know that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's shout out these black businesses. You go first this week. I think you can go first this week.
1: Okay, my black business this week is uh, a sweets, dessert business. Um, friend Keisha, she lives in the DC, DMB area. Uh, she has a business called the Southern Sweet Spot. And on Instagram is at southern underscore sweet spot, one word. And they do shipping. I'm looking at the Instagram page now. Uh, she makes like banana pudding, snickerdoodle cookies, salted caramel. Uh, she's a great baker. Um, so go, again, if you wanted a sample. She does ship. So if you... Uh, don't live in the DMV area and you want to try out, you know, her her sweets. Um, feel free to uh, check out um, the Southern Sweet Spot.
0: Nice. Okay. Shoot, they got like hello pictures, some cookies. They look like, at there's some chocolate covered joints for Valentine's Day.
1: All handmade. I mean, handmade, but like homemade.
0: Well, I mean, probably handmade too. It's probably fair, right? Why wouldn't they be handmade?
1: Yeah, true. I mean, you know, if if you buy it from, like, a, a company, they're probably
0: machine-made, right? Again, I, I guess. If you don't have hands, can you still have stuff that's handmade? Okay, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't
1: want to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's why I'm saying hypothetical. <laughs> if, you don't have, if you don't have hands, is it still handmade? Okay, no, sorry, that's not. <clears throat> Just kidding. Can you give a round of applause? Never mind.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, let me stop, yo. All right. So what's your black business? Before I get angry emails?
0: <laughs> oh shoot. Okay, man. So uh <clears throat> my black business uh run uh one of the one of the bros is a founder, man. Uh my dog Brandon. Uh it's it's called Live to Inspire Clothing Brand. It's they're at LTIDC on Instagram. Uh, you know, man, you know, we, we both have a, like a lot of friends that are, you know, kind of doing stuff in that fashion space and all that other stuff. You know, I myself don't always consider myself the, uh, most fashionable guy, but you know, when you, when I see somebody doing, uh, something like that in the, in the clothes actually look dope and they, and like, you know, I think it's, like, again, it's a brand that they're kind of doing, right? And so a lot of their content and stuff is all kind of based around uh taking things, making it motivational, fashionable for means of personal expression or what have you. Uh I really rock with it, dude. Like, they got some dope stuff, some fire track suits and stuff like that. Um That's basically all my wardrobe is nowadays anyway. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to shout them out. You said um,
1: LCI DC?
0: It's L, yeah, L-T-I-D-C, yeah. Uh, L-D-I-D-C, the brand. L-D-I. L-T-I-D-C. Live to Inspire Designer Clothing. D-C.
1: Okay.
0: Um, L-T-I-D-C. The brand. We're gonna put it in the, we're gonna put it in the bio and share it on the Instagram page and stuff, so. Uh yeah, if you guys see it, check it out, man. Support, okay. support, support. Got it, got it. Um, so let's that's Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, and again, you know, when you got some folks that you know that's out here doing big things, man, let's support them. So, um, yeah, those are our blackity black 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 businesses to shout out. Um, now back to the rest of the show. All All right. blah, blah, blah. So,
1: uh, this past weekend. The trial of the impeachment of the second impeachment of Donald Trump um, wrapped up. Uh, it's less than a week. Uh, yeah, uh, opening arguments were very peculiar um, by the defense. I don't know, like what that guy was talking about. Um, I thought that the that the impeachment managers they did a great job of laying out the case. Like, I, they showed like the never before seen footage of. Yeah. Like, of how close Mitt Romney was and um, uh, Mike Pence were to, like, the, the actual mob. Like, it was crazy seeing, like, Chuck Schumer running down one hallway, and then they had to run back the other way because the mob was coming towards them. Like, it was crazy to see whatever, right? And uh, the whole time I knew, I knew, like, what the outcome was going to be because a lot, of, a lot of politicians, especially, in my opinion, on the right, they're, like, especially in this error Trump they're they're gutless because yeah. like all they care about is like their next the next election. Yep. They don't care about what's right and what's wrong. So yeah. so once once it once the like I guess both sides had their, their trial, like I think the the Democrats or the House the impeachment managers had they left like six hours on the table. Yeah. And then like uh the defense left like twelve hours on the table. And so they have this thing where like, can we call witnesses? And the they vote on that Dems. They won that vote. They could have called witnesses. They didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, Why didn't you call witnesses? I'm like, what what point would they have made? Yeah. <laughs> like, Trump could have got out there and said, yeah, I inside them up. and they still yeah. wouldn't voted for for uh, an acquittal.
0: Yeah. So so really quick, because I know you have like a lot more to go in depth on it. Let me just give my like initial impressions. You know, because truthfully, like I watched this also. Live, like during last week, like I had never been somebody who turned on these little trials and shit that'd be on like channel like two, four, six or whatever. Yeah. I was watching it on like YouTube live and all that stuff. And I have to say, like just seeing that unreleased footage and like all those things that the, the impeachment managers were like showing, it really paints an entirely different light than even what like the, the the mainstream media showed right like you know it it of course it was like horrifying on January sixth to see all that stuff but then when you have this unreleased footage and you're seeing like police body cams getting, getting trampled man getting trampled getting them. snatched up yeah like getting beat the fuck up or people walking around with like the flagpoles like spears and stuff you know waving Trump flags and and hearing from the people there saying oh yeah i'm here because the president told me to like like they're saying this verbatim it's not like they were assuming what the people were there for or making this up out of out of thin air you have video evidence and tweets and messages and posts of people saying point blank yeah no no i'm here because the president told me to like and and so it was crazy because Naturally, you, if anybody watched it or saw any of the highlights, you're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. But then you hear the stories about like how the Republican senators were in the chambers and like either a lot of them stopped showing up after the first couple of days or they were like sleeping the entire time or like reading books and just checking out the entire time that they were making the case because truthfully they already knew what their vote was going to be. And to your point, right? Like it's a lot of spinelessness, Um and it's got to, and it's just disheartening, right? Like, because it's hard to have faith in that system. But if there's any silver lining, it's just like, just end this shit, man. I guess they just, if Trump, if Trump runs again in 2024, like wrap, like wrap up, wrap it up, democracy, like it's over.
1: Yeah, they have no one to blame but themselves.
0: And they still will find somebody to
1: blame. Of course, of course. Um, so the trial the trial wrapped up, and I would say overall, let me say this about about the January sixth. Five people died in the riot. Yeah, including one police officer, and they, they're supposed to care so much about blue lives, right? Facts. Back, back to blue, whatever. And then because of that, in, in the aftermath of January sixth, two more police officers committed suicide. Um, Oh shit! Really? I didn't even hear that. Yep. Uh, so for I know a lot of people uh, didn't know this from the first impeachment, but when 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 a president—not just a president, because you can impeach any federal um any federal um officer officer. So it could be a a judge, uh, a a, um a house house member, a senator anyone can get impeached and so to be impeached means that you've been voted to go to stand trial Yes. and and, and then you stand trial and then uh, if you if they vote to convict you then you're out of office yes so um, in order to acquit I mean to impeach or convict the president it, it takes two-thirds of the vote of Senate which means they need 67 votes mind yeah. you it's 50-50 mm-hmm. Democrats. Mm-hmm. She, needed, she needed 17 Republicans to, to convict. Yes. Along with all the Democrats. So it was 57-43 in, in favor of convicting. So, um, uh, seven, seven Republicans voted to convict two independents and, um, what's that? 40, 49, 49, uh, Democrats.
0: Wait, are you trying to do the math to add up to 57? Uh, Seven Republicans, two Independents, and that's 48 nine, Democrats. 48, 48, sorry. 48,
1: 48 Democrats. Because people think that it's 50-50. It's not 50-50. Because yeah. uh, like Bernie Sanders, he's going to always vote for Democrats, but he's Independent. Right, right, right. Yeah, I forget who the other Independent is. But I saw this tweet that said it's crazy how 57 people voted to convict, 43 voted to acquit, and the people who have the 43 won. That's crazy. Like that—that sh- that just shows you how outdated our system is. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it's and, damn near, it damn near—it damn near should be like the other way, where it's like you need to have more votes to, to say stay. that they're not guilty, kind of. Yeah,
1: thing. to stay. Yeah. But um, the one last thing I want to say about this, or oh, two things, two things I want to say. The first is fuck Mitch McConnell.
0: Jeez. Yeah, Mitch that's your—that's your wave. That's your whole wave.
1: Like, he he literally, like, when, like, the House, I mean, the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, got up and gave his speech at the end, and the Senate Minority Leader, who is now Mitch McConnell, got up and gave his speech, they both said the exact same thing. He said, he's like, oh, you know, this mob came at, at the behest of Donald Trump, and he has to be held responsible for this, blah, 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 but we can't vote, we shouldn't be able to, to to impeach somebody who's not in office. That's his whole reasoning. That's yeah. whole. Reason. Yeah. Bam! Oh, he was in office, and you delayed the vote. Yep. Because you were the majority the majority leader at the time, and so you delayed the vote so he, they couldn't hold yep. the a child while he was in office. That's that's like saying that's like saying oh um I'm a I'm a I'm a teacher, right? hmm I'm a teacher in a public school, and I hold my students after my class. And yeah. say stay here and do your work, and then I, I give you detention because you're late to your next class. Yeah. Like that's so fucked up. Um, so that, that's one thing. So fuck him. And like, <laughs> like I hate everything he stands for. Like, it, uh, any politician, I think I hate him more than Donald Trump.
0: Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Yeah. So where does Lindsey Graham fit into that?
1: Uh, he's pretty pretty high up as well. Um. I would say he's like two or three rungs below Trump. Like, I hate people, I hate a lot of people more than I hate Lindsey Graham. Okay. But Mitch McConnell has like the absolute, he had the absolute power to like basically like all them, all them, um, Supreme Court justices that, that Obama tried to, tried right. to seats, he blocked those yeah. and he let all the Trumps through. Like, yeah. shit like that. Like, I hate Mitch McConnell. But yeah. anyway, lastly, I want to say is, just because he wasn't, you know, um, convicted of the impeachment and kicked out of office, doesn't mean that this shit is over for him. Because there are two black women, Um, uh, Fannie Willis is the new district attorney in Faustin County in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And Trump definitely made a phone call saying, Find me these eighty thousand votes. Yeah, that's a federal offense.
0: Yeah. So
1: they are um, putting together evidence to bring uh, charges against Donald Trump in Fulton County. Um, Okay. Okay. And then in New York, the district attorney—I'm drawing a blank on her name. Ah, shit. I had to take my time. But anyways, she also is uh, doing a, a, a probe. To bring charges against Trump again in for financial stuff before he was president, with like the whole Deutsche Bank stuff. So and and campaign campaign finance stuff. So there are two black women who are bringing charges, on, yeah, charges against against Donald Trump in in two in two cities states where you know it's not it's not going to be like you need two thirds to vote. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a real like it's, proceeding. It's a, yeah,
1: so. He didn't get impeached, so hopefully he goes to jail.
0: So what do you say to people that would be hearing all of this and then they would kind of just say to you, like, just let it go, right? Like, he's out of office. You know, he, he can't hurt us anymore, air quotes. Like, keeping bringing this stuff up and all that stuff, like, no one has any confidence that they'll actually convict him on anything, right? And, you know, keeping his name... In the media and keeping him relevant is only just continuing to give him power. Like, what do you say back to that?
1: So one, who says he can't come back again? He can run for office again in in 2024.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. Also, also, like, the message has to be sent that in, in 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 the future, this is not acceptable behavior. Sure. Like, what's to say like the next president. Between election day and inauguration day, that the next president who loses his seat or loses his office won't try to do do the same thing. Yeah. Because we've shown that there's there's no consequences for it. Just do it. Fuck it. It's like like a mob to come attack the Capitol again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, So I think that is reason enough to to do everything that has been done.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree with you. It's just, it's, it's really just exhausting and disheartening because, you know, you look at it and, yeah, you know, the case was so cutting, like it was so simple, right? Like they showed all this stuff and it would just, it's like, it was almost unheard of that this guy would get off with, with, or would not be convicted, right? And then it's like they still vote the, uh, according to party lines for the most part. If, if,
1: if anything, right? Yeah. It, it should be like, for self-preservation this man inside a mob to come kill you yes The people who are voting
0: yeah and they still didn't and they still didn't vote against him oh it's 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 maddening and like mind you those people that were going to be storming through there if they would have got a hold of them they wouldn't have known that you were republican versus you was democrat i mean it would have been easy for them to take out all the people of color um you know, because a lot of them are Democrats, but shoot, them white folks wasn't safe either. Yeah. You yeah. know, they was coming for Pence, bro. They was coming for the VP. Like, mm-hmm. what makes you think you're safe? Like, come on. Exactly. I don't, I want Pence to, I want Pence to come out and say some shit, man, because. He won't. He, he real quiet right now. He won't. Oof. Can you imagine? I don't think they're going to be, I don't think him and Trump is friends no more. Oh, of course not. Hell no. But. Oh. <laughs> man it, it's just it's unfortunate dude um but yeah so you know I, we'll see what happens you know like just still talking about trump is just exhausting at this point like the dude's a clown but you know half the country loves him 74 million people will still vote for him so sure did them it, your people too. Man. idiots a lot them of your, them your people man
1: mm, okay
0: Sure. <laughs> so yeah, sure. Let's get off of that. Let's get off that.
1: All right. Now they were off. The dumbasses.
0: Uh, <laughs> the dumbasses.
1: <laughs> we have a we have an interesting waxing hypothetical. This is a question that I ask myself. I've asked myself often. Um, and it is if you could go back to college for free, uh, would you change your major, and what would you pick? And I'm, I'm gonna give you a stipulation, like, you can go back in time, not your age you are now and going back to college. Like, you can go back to, like, you know, you're, I think I started high school, I started college when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. So, if I could go back to 17, 18 years old, uh. Go to college. Go to college again, change your major from anything that, that you majored in, what would it be? And why would you pick it? Okay, so you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first.
0: Okay, so uh short answer if i could go back and change my major yes i would do something different for sure uh did i ever tell you the story how i ended up being an engineer
1: uh uh-uh.
0: uh well so like my whole dream growing up was to be a business owner right like i wanted to own my own business and so i got accepted to university of illinois and i was i was talking to my dad and i was like man like i want to be like a business major like you know i want to like learn about business and how to run a business and all that other stuff yeah and he's like that's the dumbest thing you've ever said and treated my life and then he was like he's like if you look at all the people starting businesses it's tech people and he's like you like math you like science just go do engineering and so you know i applied I, i did like i get to school and i was like mechanical engineering or whatever uh i switched that instantly to electrical engineering and it was probably the hardest four and a half years of my life, and there were significant points of being miserable, but worthwhile. I say all that to say if I could go back and do it differently, I would change my major. I would not do electrical engineering again. Like I am good. I am competent at it. Uh, it's pre- afforded me a great life. I went to grad school for software engineering. But if I were to switch, I would do a math – I would be a math major uh, and then do like a minor in computer science. Uh, Why would I do a minor in computer science?
1: No, why would you be a math major?
0: One, math is my favorite subject, like, bar none. And I'm talking about, like, I still would get jiggy with linear algebra, differential equations. Uh, I've done some partial differential equations. Like, I've done, like, heavy hitter math. And actually, even with my undergrad degree, I went and did a minor in math. It was, like, three or four extra classes. So I was doing, like, theorems and proofs and all that other stuff. I think math is the backbone to like understanding, um, so many other sciences. Uh, and then when you have some sort of computer science fundamentals, you become like an algorithms specialist. And that's what the name of the game is for software engineering now. Um, and so, you know, I think you can take a math degree and then basically finesse your way into anything if you have some basic computer science skills. So I would have got paid a lot more money sooner. Um, still could have went to grad school, still could have done the research and stuff that I was doing. Um, and quite frankly, I just love math, to put it that simply. Like so that's kinda where I'm at with it. Uh, what about you? Or what do you think about that?
1: Uh I would say this. I also love math.
0: Yeah.
1: Um uh, leaving high school, like my three favorite subjects were math, history and and uh biology.
0: That's believable.
1: And I was like, In my mind, I was like, "Which one gave me the most money?" <laughs> facts. Facts. So I was like, facts. I was like, oh, biology, it is. yes so I was like, i want to do a history degree. Besides time to be a history teacher." High school. Yeah. yeah. But all right, so that this is my this is this is what I would say. Okay. Um, if I were to go back to college, I think I would be uh, I would get either the history degree or I would do some type of um, some type of like world like world uh, like not a part international
0: studies or something yeah something
1: like that something like that right because what I think I would want to do now like not like right right now
0: uh huh but down the the road down the road
1: Mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted. Enter like public office life, right? You uh, want to
0: be a politician?
1: Not, like a, not necessarily a politician, maybe, but not like on a on a federal level, no, no.
0: Like
1: maybe like on a on a state local level, state
0: local level. level type joint. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. And wow. Did not know this. I just think the older I get, the, the more I see like the system the way it is, and I, I. I can understand how people, like, I'm reading, like, Barack's book, right? Barack Obama's book. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm learning about, like, his earlier life and, like, the, his ambitions about changing the way politics is set up. Cause he started out just not even thinking about the federal federal level. He yeah. wanted to change how things were in Chicago. So he, he ran for state senate. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I can see the ambition and people, like, oh, I, I live to serve facts. Like we think about we're both in the same fraternity and we think about the joy you get from serving and Big facts. the servant of other people. Yeah. Like I could see a lot of fulfillment in that. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So international relations, uh history, and then I would have I would have done stuff like that for undergrad and I would think I would have went to law school
0: after. Okay. Okay.
1: Um if I were to go back and do it again.
0: Yeah. No, that's a a really good point. And actually, to your point, even with, like, my answer, I think, like, I could have seen myself being, like, a math teacher or, like, education in that regard. Like, Mm -hmm. I can still, I could, like, do engineering stuff, but it's not, I'm not as passionate about just the engineering as much. Like, I've done, like, teaching assistantships for different programming classes, but I would all day be a math teacher. Like, I was a tutor for, like, four years just tutoring math um oh, like the college good. yeah like i mean i did it I, I, that was like my primary job in grad school was like a, being a math tutor for like all the athletes and stuff hands down one of the dopest jobs i've ever had second coldest job i've ever had
1: yeah i was a, ma- I was a math tutor for like two years yeah wow. i'm doing
0: i'm doing all the calculuses linear algebra man like
1: i was, high. <laughs> I was doing right. calculus, calculus stats uh
0: uh, geometry algebra and trig. i mean also i get jiggy with it bro yeah but once you start doing derivatives and integrals and partial integrals and i'm like ee, ee, let's get it
1: yeah that's that is what i would have i think he, i would have
0: chosen i guess like the the thing that kind of st- sticks with it though is you know I guess for, like, what you want to do, you're still not limited in that regard, right? Like, you can still get into the public sphere, and I think... Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: I think a lot of the most...
1: Most, like, after grad school, like, I was studying for the LSAT. I was still going to go to uh, law school. Like, I was going to Oh, do, really? Yeah, I was going to do, like, int- um, uh, intellectual property for, like, biotech companies. Oh, yeah, yeah, But I was like, yo, one, I made it through that far without any student loans, and I was like, eh...
0: Yeah, I'll, law school I'll, wasn't gonna be the same, baby.
1: Yeah, and I was like, I was so tired of school at that point. And I was like, fuck it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Like one of the homies is doing the the patent law stuff, and I, th- I mean, it's a dope gig. I just don't think it's like for me. And it's 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 so crazy that you know it takes so long for a lot of people to figure out kind of what they want to do, even with like COVID and like all the corona stuff. There's been so many stories I've been hearing of people like. Like going back to school to be like nurses or in the medical field and stuff like nowadays, just because whatever job they were doing isn't, you know, fulfilling. Yeah. Slash, slash also they're like, man, there's better industries out there to make money. Like my psychology degree ain't really cracking my, you know, whatever it is, degree ain't really getting be paid. So I need to switch it up for sure. Yep. Huh. But no, fair question. Um, and, hey, and, and, uh, sorry. listeners,
1: you know, give some feedback. Like, if you guys could go back and change your major or your profession, what, what is it now and what would you change it to?
0: Yeah, good question. Yeah. Summer 16, summer 16 podcast at gmail.com. Yep. We want to know.
1: Oh, all right. You want to go ahead and bring this thing home?
0: Uh, don't we have to do AVM today? Is this your yeah. first time doing a show? Yes. Jesus Christ.
1: AVM. That's what I meant. going home AVM.
0: You got something to do, man.
1: You're doing... Uh, you want to go first?
0: Uh, you go first.
1: All right. I'll go first. So, this past weekend... I don't know what it was. What I Griselda. Was, oh. Griselda. Oh, oh, Griselda. It was not Griselda. Was not Griselda. Griselda. Oh. So, uh, I was scrolling through my iTunes... And I came across an album that I absolutely loved in high school. So, sidebar, in high school, <laughs> I was, I think I tweeted this. Outside of the state of Louisiana, I might have been No Limits' biggest fan. Um,
0: And mind you guys, this is back in 1960.
1: No oh, okay. so, Limits back, back around then. <laughs> um, and I was alive. But anyways, this was like 98 to like... 2000 maybe yeah 2001 early 2001 so like i was into like fiend mystical uh mac uh not so much not so much sick to shocker because he was Mrs <laughs> big ed uh scott juggory yeah. like all of them all of them whatever right mia x so you you met my friend ashley yeah yeah shout
0: out That's,
1: to ashley man uh mia x is her first cousin Oh shit! Really? Yeah, and I've met Mia X a couple times uh, when I was in New Orleans, and she makes the best ever barbecue pork chops.
0: We uh, we love a we love a Capricorn queen, man. So just put some respect on it.
1: Anyways, she has an album called Mama Drama, and <laughs> when I say this album is so fucking good,
0: it's her last album too.
1: It has this it has uh this one song um. Uh, called. I think somebody. He's like, I, I think somebody want their ass whooped. Ass whooped. Like it's her <laughs> and fiend. That shit goes so hard. Um, it has this other song called "Put It Down." Um, that has K. A- these, these two. That's
0: the one with mystical.
1: Yep, mystical. Me being X Mac, who in my opinion is the best rapper on No Limit. Mac. Yep. Cool. Yes, Mac has a, an album real quick called Shell Shock. Look it up. You would not be disappointed. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so that that's my that is my uh audio recommendation for the for the week. Mama Drama album by Mia X.
0: I'm starting to pick up a theme that not only do you like, you know, like more traditional hip hop or, you know, that kind of stuff, but you're also a fan of like hip hop like groups, you know what I'm saying, or collectives, you know like because it's now Griselda and, and Big BSF, and it's No Limit. Yeah, I, I was also a big fan of, of, of Dipset. Dipset, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you like Dreamville. Yeah. Uh, You don't fuck with good music, but that's just because you're a hater, I think. Uh, I fuck with good music. I mean, because... I'm a
1: big Pusha fan. I like I like Big Sean. Yeah, King Push. Uh, not so much Common. Uh, common yeah.
0: for me. Um. Yeah. We'll get off that. We'll get off that. Anyways, cause, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're next you're going to start sland- slandering the god and that's not going to work. See, you can say all that. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done anything.
1: Anyways, so that's my audio. <laughs> uh, my my visual. Spoiler alert. Oh, shit. Yesterday was the se- was the season finale of the limited series uh, Your Honor starring Brian Creston. Yes. Ah. <sighs> I, I see what I see what they did. I see what they did.
0: Bro, don't you ruin this.
1: I'm not, but I still don't like what they did.
0: You don't like it?
1: I, I, I like, I see what they did, I understand what they did and how they did it, but not a fan.
0: I'm going to say this, listeners, I have not yet watched the show. I don't know if you guys have. Please write in to us if you have. But I'm just going to take a guess here. That if Tunde is speaking about the season finale of Your Honor This Way, I'm guessing that the white man won.
1: So the no, no, the white man actually, the white man lost.
0: And that disappoints you?
1: No, 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 no. So here's what, here's what you don't understand. There's a lot of black death, a lot of black pain in this in the show. Like everything, like uh-huh. the white, the black people lose everything in the show. Okay. Innocent black people. Okay. And so I was expecting some, some like.
0: Reparations of sorts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some I, was, I wanted to chop of the ring. Like I wanted everybody uh-huh. to know. And and it it, it it was symbolic. I would say that. Oh shit. And it, it, it there was a lot of black, white pain at the end. I would say that.
0: That made you happy. You're but, smiling a lot right now. Yeah,
1: because the person who, the the person or the people who died, I was very happy at that. Cause I from from episode one I was like, yo, kill this motherfucker now. Yes. But yes. I wanted everyone to go. But whatever. Anyway, okay. Okay. That is my visual and my mental is a book that I've been I've been slacking this year on reading books. Right. Because i bo- we both I,
0: have. Bro. I, picked up Rock's book.
1: Yeah, yeah. I picked up Rock's book and it's I might have to put it down for a while.
0: Man. It's just so long. Don't you hate that when you just got like a dense ass book, bro? Like, yeah. this shit's draining. And man. then,
1: like, it's, it's, and like, it's, it's, it's good, but it's not the most exciting book. So it doesn't hold my attention as much. Yeah.
0: So it's still a good book, though. So, yeah, I, yeah. He I doesn't went, have a mustache. Don't trust him.
1: <laughs> I went through my uh, Goodreads list and I'd say, like, let me pick another book. So I ordered it yesterday. It just came, it came today. Oh, sure. um, so it's an Octavia Butler book. Who is a black woman who does amazing, amazing science fiction? Mm -hmm. Like she has a book called *Kindred*. Like if I think I recommended that before. If you haven't read it, please make that your next book. It's so fucking good. Mm -hmm. But she has a two-part series, and the first book is called *Parable of the Sower*, and it's a science fiction again book about um, it's like it's in the future. The book (laughs) is the book is written in '93, but it's in the future, which is now. (laughs) Uh, the 2020s, <laughs> <laughs> and it's about like uh, the world has co- society has, co- has basically collapsed because of climate change, and oh. the the wealth inequality and corporate greed. Oh, so, so
0: it's so it's
1: historical fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, it's a woman who has she has like powers, hyper empathy. So she can she can share her ability to feel pain with others oh, that she witnesses, wow. and then so basically she lives near LA and she has this new belief system called Earthseed, and basically her community is gated and it compromised. Her family is killed and she's like on this mission to like get away. And it's, it's from, the, I, I, I guess the, the, um, summary kind of drew me in. So I'm okay, just,
0: Oh, so, so you haven't finished, you haven't finished this book yet. This is the one you're starting. Soon.
1: I'm starting. This. Yeah. You have oh, to start okay. This. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah,
0: maybe I should pick up a copy and we can, uh, talk about it. Like we did, um, Water, water answer.
1: Yeah, let me know. Um, I, I, I'm starting it tonight.
0: I'm about to... You know, I go to the uh, little discount grocery... Not discount grocery store. The uh, uh, used bookstore by me. Oh, okay. Uh, recycled, recycled bookstore. And so I just email them if they have books. And so I'll uh, hit them up and see if they got a copy. All right. I need a motivation to read something new, man. Like, i just been dragging my feet with the reading yeah let me know yo parable of the sower all right man so are right, anything else you got tunes no nope, that's it all right dope so bringing it on to me for my audio visual and recommend it video oh, damn can i use words audio visual and mental recommendation we got a little bit of stuff so for my audio i went kind of back to an album that is like It was recommended by my Spotify algorithm back from 2018. Uh, but it's called Satin Psychedelic by an artist, uh, Sonny Colon. Um, it's just a whole vibe. That's really the only way that I can describe it. Like, I haven't even been much on a huge, like, rap hip hop wave or anything like that. I've just been really, like, just vibing and just having, like, good music that you can, like, chill to, dance to a little bit, like, just playing through the crib. Uh, and this album did not disappoint. I had never heard of the artist before. I checked it out, uh, you know, early last week. And it's been, it's been, ro- I've been rocking with it like every single day. Uh, and it's not even like um, one song in particular that I'd like say s- stands out necessarily. Um, but the whole sort of thing, it's only, what, maybe 25 minutes? long album uh but i would highly recommend it uh it's just like one you can just put on and just let it ride and it's it's a whole little trip bro um and so you know i don't know what else to say about it but i would recommend it especially if anyone likes uh anything that's a little more alternative or not just typical r&b or you know hip-hop type stuff uh oh, it's really okay. good i'm it. trying i'm trying to see if they like you know sometimes they'll give you like like the genres that they put these artists in on spotify and stuff but like buddy just is really genreless, and that's kind of why i got introduced to me is because i've liked i like a lot of genreless music at this point not just pop stuff um for my visual we're still in the music vein uh we we had talked about this song offline but you know our boy freddie gibbs Dropped a track with Schoolboy Q, Gang Signs, and so you know. I mean, check it out. The song or the, the the video. Oh yeah, so yeah, my my video recommendation would be the music video. It's just like a little chill quarantine video. They're not even in it. It's like a cartoon of it, but okay. um, you know, I like the song, and I, I always like when artists put these visuals together, especially like since they're putting out all this content during COVID, and depending on where you are, people aren't doing stuff, right? Obviously, Q and in freddie gibbs are in la so you know for a long time they couldn't even record stuff so it's like a cool little video to a song that we both like so i figured that would be my video recommendation okay now let me crack you up really quick because my mental i got my mental recommendation from my new orleans crush do you remember my new orleans crush my crush from new orleans from new orleans when we went what three years ago now it's 2018, yeah. Come on, we were into New Orleans and I fell in love. Come on, Tune Day. Come on, Tune Day. Wait, I was on a blank. Don't say no names. You're not saying names, no, 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 no. I'm fine. but but um, Next to me. uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're gonna know exactly what it is because we have the picture. Because we ran... Uh,
1: oh, yes, 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 I, uh, yes, 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 yes,
0: Because we had the picture. Do, do you the strip club and anything? And I kept cropping you about the photo every time.
1: Yeah. Yes, I remember, I remember. <laughs> yes, I remember.
0: So apparently she was doing, like, some reading or research for this podcast. um, And, like, put it up on her story or whatever. And so I actually listened to the episode. It's by the NPR Code Switch channel or like the podcast code switch for npr Uh uh-huh and the episode was called the black kiss story Uh uh-huh so you know in light of valentine's day or whatever but it's basically talking about um the historical context of african americans in romance literature and how so much of romance literature has excluded black people uh, but but they're not really historically accurate stories. So you have a lot of like these black women and stuff that write historical fiction grounded so much in the history of the African-American experience. And while it's like so thoroughly researched and thought out and like organized, people still have a hard time believing it because the stories of black people and even love in the black community is one that's really not told yeah right like you know it's almost thought of like you know back in like slavery time like days and stuff like you know people don't hear like the stories of like the love that you had in those family units because so much of it was like bastardized by the rape and you know all that other stuff by the owners and every like the slave owners and everything like that right yeah um and so when you're trying to do like romance novels and and i think it's also very topical because right like i think there's the black love interest in bridgerton I, as well
1: i saw i saw that on uh on netflix i still haven't watched it yet
0: so yeah i just started watching episode one uh uh-huh. and like you know it's a it's a chandra Rhimes show too right and so you know she's obviously known for having very diverse cast and so the critics of that show are like oh there's no black people around and there's no asian people around and all this other stuff in the context of like the time period of the show. And yeah. so it, it just kind of reiterates this idea that people will criticize your historical work because it doesn't exclude minorities when in actuality, like there were people of different races around during these times, their stories were just never even documented effectively or told. Um, And so when you have like this f- fictional or hist- like romance type genre you still get the same criticisms that are, you know, for a lack of a better word, anti black or just they don't believe in black love. And so, uh, it was a really fascinating episode. It was about 25, 30 minutes. I'm not a big romance novel guy, but, you know, when I was listening to the episode, it was some really interesting things and, you know, my crush worked on it. So, um, of course I'm gonna listen to it.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah, so you nice. know who you are. <laughs>
1: Is she listening to the podcast? Maybe. Okay, I'll That's, leave that alone. Yeah, I'll leave that alone.
0: That's I told her she did a great job. I said, "Hey, you know, I really love the episode. Oh, you're so talented. Happy Valentine's Day."
1: <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Get us out of here, man. This is all that right. was that Let's, was
0: the cue. That was the cue right there. All right, yeah. Let
1: me go ahead and uh, wrap up the show. So we gave you our AVM, audio, visual, mental recommendations. So go ahead and check those things out. Um, keep you busy until the next time that we meet. So for, uh, next, I want to go ahead and thank you for listening. Uh, you don't have to listen, but we're always glad and grateful that you do. If you want to stay connected with us, you know, as we said, uh, in our Waxing hypothetical section, give us some feedback or just feedback in general on the show. Um, how we're doing, and I, we don't mention this here, but if you can go to iTunes, give us five stars, rate us. You know, yeah, talk your
0: shit, yeah, go <laughs> like to iTunes.
1: Like fam, it's not that hard. Like it takes like two minutes out your day. Shit, rate free us
0: too. It's free as hell to yeah. like somebody's shit, yo.
1: Yeah, like, um, uh, rate us, give us five stars, nothing less. Um, but if you want to stay in contact with us or just reach out to us, you can email us at summer16. Um, that's summer16podcast at gmail.com. Our show's Instagram and our Twitter have the same handle. It's summer16pod. Or you can reach us on our Facebook page. Just type in summer16podcast into the search bar. And we'll leave all links in the description. And if, uh, if you enjoy the content and you want to help us grow, um, you know, we, should, we gave you the free way to, to support. Now, this is the way that you can. Support us monetarily. So, uh, get it. <laughs> you can always put something towards our cash app, and that's dollar sign summer one six pod. Anything helps. So, until next time, whole lot of gang shit.
0: Gang, 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 gang. All right, y'all. Peace. Get
1: out of here, baby.